25 years since our first run together. 1900 and nothing. A long time. What you doing? Getting mixed up with her. You are marvelous, Rose. We were married someday. He's not ready. Go on, let him out. It's just a man, Peter. Only another man. <laughs> a man was made by patience and the odds against him. For what kind of man would I be if I did not help my mother? Peter! If I did not save her. out here, Pete. Unless you get in the swing of things. And that is the most talked about film this year. Good evening and welcome to the Dr. Zeus Film Podcast. That, of course, is the power of the dog and yes after watching i will say i guess it's a passage in the bible i don't know or the good book whichever one um it is the most talked about film we're gonna get to whether i liked it or not um if you can hear in my voice a little bit of sarcasm yeah 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 so much so that sam elliott mr cowboy himself tombstone what else was he in uh, Yellowstone called The Power of the Dog um, a revivalist piece of shit. He, that's what he called it. That's what he, Those are his words, not mine. Um, maybe he was jealous, I guess, that he wasn't cast. I don't know. Usually when people say things like that, it's like, oh, okay, someone's pissed and someone is pissed. This is directed by Jane Campion. Jane Campion, of course, The Piano. I've seen The Piano and trust me, it's weird. I'll, I'll share a little funny story for the podcast. My grandmother, <laughs> interesting character. Both of them were interesting characters. She rented the piano. I remember her telling us about it. And then she realized that there was no piano playing in it. That there was a lot of nudity. And there was a lot of weird scenarios. Those, those were her words. Because I guess, you know... She was expecting a piano because it's called the piano. Jane Campion, um, New Zealander, uh, nominated for an Oscar. This year she's nominated again. The year that she was up for the piano, of course, that was the year of the Shawshank, or not the Shawshank, um, 
sorry, Schindler's List. And, well, of course, Schindler's List, being the iconic historical film that it is about the Holocaust, directed by Steven Spielberg, won. Now, Holly, um, Holly Hunter and... Um, uh, her name escapes me right now. <laughs> Anna Paquin both won Oscars for the piano. Holly Hunter played a deaf mute, and Anna Anna Paquin, who you all know from True Blood and X Men, won an Academy Award. She was eleven years old, and I remember when she won because she was. She's this little kid and she gets up there and she's literally like she's hyperventilating. She can't breathe. She I, I, I don't I don't think even she thought she was going to win. And it was it was an extraordinary time. So here we are. Twenty twenty two decades later. And, and Jane Campion has done a lot of films, but none have garnered the attention of the power of the dog and in the same vein as three billboards out of Ebbing, Missouri which I thought was a piece of shit um, the power of the dog and I'm going to go to a quiet place and discuss what I really thought of this strange little film with Benedict Cumberbatch and Jesse Felm, Felms or Plowms, whatever, and Kirsten Dunst. And don't you just love all these effects that happen when I'm going through? It's like I'm going through a labyrinth. Oh my goodness. The power of the dog. Or as I like to call it, when homosexuals hide in plain sight. Um, mm, we're going to get to the. <laughs> oh my god, this film. Oh, this film. It's not that I didn't like it. It just, it was, these people were miserable. They're miserable. It should be the power of who gives a fuck, okay? I'm a big Benedict Cumberbatch. I love, what is he, people call themselves Cumberbitches? No. He is, to me, the quintessential Sherlock Holmes. If he had played Sherlock Holmes on, on in the movies, he would have won an Oscar for it. That's how good he is. Um, this film, first of all, he plays such a bully in this film. Ah, the title comes from Psalm 2020 to 20, whatever. It reads, deliver my soul from the from the sword, my darling, from the power of the dog. Okay, that's where the title comes from. Um, this is nominated for 12 Academy Awards. Best Picture, Best Director, Best Actor, Best Supporting Actor, Best Supporting Actress. You name it. You name it. It was shot in... Uh, Rule on Ontago wasn't shot in Montana, where it takes place. It takes place in 1925, Montana. Benedict Cumberbatch is Phil Burbank. Kirsten Dunst as Rose Gordon. 
and Jesse, Jesse, okay, I remember him from Breaking Bad. He played such a despicable character on that show. Jesse Plemons. Jesse Plemons as George Burbank. Cody Smith McPhee as Peter Gordon. Keith Carradine as the governor. Francis Conroy's old lady Burbank. Peter Carroll's old gent Burbank. Mm. First of all, it is beautifully photographed. <laughs> First of all. <coughs> Second of all, it it toward the end it kind of got me. I went, oh, okay. I I I I'm gonna be a little comedic right here and just say, you know what you look like with your cowboy hat and your pants that clank? You look like a closeted homosexual, Clarice. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it's kind of there. As as things kind of start to unfold, it's like, oh, well, knock me out and call me Freddie Mercury. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. If it's going to spoil it, then whatever. It is beautifully, in quotations, photographed. But these people are miserable. Someone throughout this film picks up an, an, uh, an addiction to drinking. But, you know, when you've lived with, with these characters, I can understand why. Oh, my God, this film. I, I'm not going to call it a piece of shit. What I am going to say, though, is, you know, I, I understand Sam Elliott didn't like it. I understand that. I, I do. Um, but, you know, and Sam, you can't star in all the cowboy movies. We're... What's, what, where's it going to leave you? I mean, you were in A Star is Born, and Bradley did copy your speaking style so he could sign. Um, you know, and, and it worked. It worked, and you were nominated, and you didn't win. You know, you didn't win. Um, oh, my God. The Oscars are this weekend. Oh, shit. That's, Yeah. <laughs> It's coming, people. It is coming. I'm just realizing I've got films to watch. What day is it? Tuesday. Okay, so Wednesday, I really have to haul ass. I have to watch two films. Because there, there is going to be a test. It's going to be a big fuck fest of the Best Picture nominees. I'm really going to lay into them. It's probably going to be a two-hour show. So I have King Richard to watch, watch Drive My Car, Licorice Pizza, and Nightmare Alley. So far, I've watched Belfast. Oh, my God. Coda, amazing. West Side Story, okay. Dune, amazing. Don't Look Up, fucking crazy. And The Power of the Dog, Ribbit. Um, The first few minutes of this film, I was like, okay, this guy is a rotten son of a bitch. He is cranky. He is he attacks um the young man in this film verbally and calls him, you know, a Nancy boy. <laughs> but then you watch the film and you're like, oh, oh now I understand. Yeah. So when you have your secrets and you lash out, he even calls his brother fat man or fatso. That is fucked up. These people are all, I mean, it, if you thought lost in translation, they were miserable. And they were. 
It was funny, but they were miserable. The power of the dog. They are miserable. They're miserable. Nobody has any fun. He throws, he literally throws a bitch, a bitch fit. I am not kidding you. I'll call it like I see it. He throws a bitch fit because they sell his hides. Okay. And he goes on and on about his friend who is dead. And all the while you're thinking, oh, okay. And then things start to unfold. And then you start to realize why these characters are the way they are. Grief. Denial. Alcohol. Also, I think, you know, when, you've, when you live that far from the ocean, things are bound to get fucked up. Um, I wish that they could all just dump into the ocean, take a swim, and get it all out. I mean... The Benedict Cumberbatch character needs to take a bath all the time. He just... And he refuses. He refuses. Uh, and then the Jesse Plem... Plem... Whatever. Plemons character. He just seems to turn a blind eye to things. His wife has a drinking problem. His new stepson likes to take things apart like bunnies. Yeah, he wants to be a surgeon. There is also a little... Oh, not a little. There's some dark shit in this film. There is some dark. That ending all the while I'm thinking, you motherfucker. But at the same time, you're like, hmm. Hmm. Karma is a bitch. Or is it? Or is it a bitch fit? Mm. Now, I know many people like the power of the dog. They really did. They gravitated toward. I, here's the thing. I can see where some of the Academy members like it because it's, oh, it's cowboys. Ooh, what's going on there? Oh, she likes to drink. Oh, I've never seen Kirsten Dunst do this before. Benedict Cumberbatch. He looks intense. That is a transformation. Jesse Plems or Plemons. It's like, oh my God, he he looks the same. And Cody Smith McPhee, he makes paper flowers, and he's tall, and he works it. Yeah, yeah. <sighs> Here is the synopsis: The power of the dog covers themes such as love. Well, I don't see a lot of it in there. Grief, resentment, jealousy, masculinity, and sexuality. Or as Prince said it, sexuality! Yeah, gotta give it to him. (laughs) This is a Western psychological drama. Oh, it's psychological, all right. And I was wishing it was over. But then, yes, things things start to happen, and and it's on Netflix, so if you want to watch it for free, Score done by Johnny Greenwood of Radiohead. Edited by Peter... Hold on. And remember, this weekend, those wonderful um, categories that we love, like the score and editing, aren't going to be telecasted live. They're going to be filmed because... um, Hold on. 
Peter Severus. Peter Severus is the editor, and Ari Wagner is the cinematographer. So, the wonderful Academy Awards producer, because it's all about television. Because ABC said, if you don't give us a show, it's canceled. So Will Packer and Sheila Cohen have in- announced a fuckfest. A big fuckfest. Yes, a fuckfest. Because they're caving to ABC. And I say, then take it to HBO. The Rock and Roll Hall of Fame went to HBO and look at it now. The Academy Awards has a problem. It has a problem. Not just the power of the dog. We'll get to that. They don't want to announce certain categories. Or I think their hands are tied. Um, Jessica Chastain is in solidarity. As are many who will not march on the red carpet because of this. So think about that. Think about what kind of a show you're getting, Will Packer. Think, I'm not happy you're producing this show. Just want you to let you know. Because you caved. You want to turn this into the VMAs. Or you want to turn this into the Grammys. Where we don't announce certain categories on air. Well, Packer, fuck you. And I mean that. Fuck you. Not let's do lunch. Fuck you. Okay? And fuck the Academy for doing this. For caving. Take it to HBO. Take it to, to shit. Take it to Showtime. If the Oscars were on Netflix, everybody would subscribe. Or, oh God, Disney Plus. You just imagine that. Right now, we're watching The Mandalorian. And, oh wait, Mom wants to watch, Dad wants to watch the Oscars. I'll just go use my tablet in the other room. Yeah, that's what's going to happen. That's what's going to happen. Oh God, television, what can we say? Lauren Bacall was right. Lauren Bacall said, she once said, you know, everyone knew each other. And she was right. Everyone knew each other. It was a different kind of a show. So, look at it now. Look at it now. Oh, God. Uh, look at it now. Look at it now. This is crazy. Now let's get back to the power of the frog. Or the power of the dog. The power of the dog. Well. There are several things. Well, let's just get to it. It sucked. And right now, I am recording a podcast. I, I have to let my friend know. I'll be back after these messages. Um, as, as for you all, the power of the dog. I, I wouldn't compare it to Three Billboards Out of Ebbing, Missouri, which I hated. I really hated that movie. I was waiting for it to be over. The power of the dog, though,
we we need to bring a guest in. Truman, what did you think? Well, I'm glad that you brought an expert in. Good evening, I'm Truman Capote. Welcome to the Dr. Zeus Film Podcast, bitches. So, this film, really, what the fuck? You woke me up from eternal sleep to talk about this. I want to tell you something. This movie is crazy. He's a cowboy. He's a gay cowboy. We already established that with um, Brokeback Mountain. My question about Brokeback Mountain is, is did, did they use condoms or hides to fuck? It looked very painful. Usually, you get a jar of mayonnaise and you put it on there and just slip it right in. You know, just stick it in. You know what I mean? Um, well... This film, a lot of homosexuals in denial, drinking, vampires, but she used to be a vampire. Jane Campion. Hmm. Very interesting. Jane, who said that shit that she said about Venus and Serena Williams. Yeah. It really is a fuck fest. Fuck fest. And I hope that the voters realize that Jane Campion, you made a very faux pas. And they're not going to forget that. They're not, they're not, they, they are, you are in deep shit, honey. You are in deep shit. And, yeah, here we go. Let's, let's just talk about it. The Dr. Zeus Film Podcast is about inclusion. And obviously, Jane Campion just can't help herself. Yeah. We can all use more ways she to She just say can't. This is that speech. Thank you. Thank you, Taika. Thank you, Critics' Choice. And um, it's, uh, it's absolutely uh, stunning to be here tonight amongst so many incredible women. <laughs> Hal Berry, you have already uh, done my speech. So, um, and, and, and really killed it. I loved it. You're, you're absolutely brilliant. And Venus and Serena, what an honor to be in the room with you. <laughs> I've taken up tennis. <laughs> I truly have. And Will, if you want to come over and give me lessons. <laughs> uh, I truly love it. <laughs> I actually had to stop playing because I've got tennis elbow. <laughs> I'd also just like to uh, give my love out to my fellow, 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 the guys. <laughs> the nominees. And, and, you know, Serena and Venus, you are such marvels. However, you do not play against the guys. <laughs> like I have to. <laughs> Excuse me? What the fuck is she talking about? Now, let's, let's dial this up because she is a privileged white woman. Grew up and daddy gave her all that money. Yeah. And she has a girl to say that to two women. 
who built themselves up and their father. Yeah. So I say to the Academy, do not vote for this woman. And I'm and I'm bringing it full on Joan Crawford. When she said to them, don't vote for Betty Davis, I love Betty and I love Joan. But Jane Campion, go back to the piano, honey, because someone needs to play it the right way. Thank you, Truman Capote. Oh, and so, yeah. Why? Uh, first of all, I, I don't get why she made that comment. I'm going to tell you that the Academy doesn't forget. They don't forget. So it may be the power of no awards on Sunday. No awards. Yeah. Oh, last night we were talking about Tool. Tonight we're talking about a tool of a movie. <laughs> not, a, not a good tool at that. <laughs> a dirty tool. A dirty used up hoe. <laughs> oh my God, this movie. Yeah. There are things that I, I kind of hoped would happen, but they didn't happen. You didn't see anyone, you know, get banged. Well, you could hear it. You know, Kirsten Dunst and, and the new hubby, you know. The, uh, uh, yeah. Um, that's always awkward. And poor Benedict Cumberbatch is just listening to it like, I gotta go fuck me a cow. <laughs> he probably did. And he took its hide. Oh, it's hide time right there. <laughs> I'm in rare form tonight. You know what? Let me just say something. The four years that I've been doing this show, we're gonna, we're gonna kindle, um, uh, Roy it up a bit you know we're gonna have a little fun uh, yeah because this film was just so depressing and yet it's getting all this caca you know oh my god I loved you and then and then Sam Elliott it's a piece of shit you know yeah I get it I get it but you don't have to say it like that just say it it wasn't good <sighs> Um, but that was a good interview, uh, Mark Maron. I'm, I'm, I am in awe of Mark Maron. I always have been. I'm not in awe of other people. <laughs> but the power of the dog. Okay. There is a lot of. I mean, the title alone, yeah, there's there's some religious iconography in this movie. Redemption, salvation. Yeah. So let's let's dive into it. Everyone loves that. I don't love it, but anyway. Alright. Oh, Janie, Janie, Janie. Oh, I didn't oh. Oh, Paul Dana was supposed to be in it. Oh. Interesting. Oh, they filmed some of it in New Zealand. Interesting. Although Netflix does not report box office grosses of itself, IndieWire estimated the film made 125,000 from 40 theaters in its opening weekend, a total of 160,000. Over its first five days. Really? Okay. 
This is this is one of those instances where I'm like rolling my eyes. I really don't give a shit what it's nominated for now. I here's the thing. The Academy likes transformative performances. They like hidden characters and, and there's a lot of hidden characters in Benedict Cumberbatch's little box that he keeps in the forest. Yeah. Mm. I I will say though, Cumberbatch, you know, at first you don't like him and then you love him and then uh, Yeah. But Yeah, there's a there's a lot of uh, homoeroticism and grief. Drinking. People who should be wearing makeup. Kirsten Dunst. Um, you know, I will give it to her. She she really played a convincing um, person who is depressed and is in denial and sleeps with a bottle under the bed. It's like, okay, all right. I mean, she's come a long way from wanting some more in an interview with the vampire, you know. Oh, I kiss and make it better. That's what she said. And then she bit the chick and she died. She was a vampire. <sighs> yeah. And here she is in the power of the dog. Oh, Benedict Cumberbatch's character, Phil, has a really fucked up way of triggering her. Because he knows she's got problems. And so he he's playing the banjo and whistling the notes and then watching her play play piano and playing what she's trying to play effortlessly on the banjo and it and it really eats at her meanwhile her husband um whom his brother calls fatso george they before he got married they slept in twin beds and it's like okay is this i love lucy or i love ricardo um yeah that's that's really the power of the dog i really don't have any well i could i could play some clips i mean you know in a perfect world i was waiting for martin freeman from sherlock to save the day i really was sherlock this is all a dream that's what i was waiting for i really was and it didn't happen that itself is depressing I mean, there are moments in the film it's like, oh, okay, that's cute. Oh, okay, that's kind of that's kind of bizarre that the son is kind of like this taxidermist character. And, um, oh, jeez, yeah, Peter. Here, here, here's a really cringeworthy clip. Peter. Can't you come in and talk for a little? You've gotten to be quite friendly with Phil, haven't you? Is he nice to you? 
He's making a rope for me. Making a rope? Peter, I wish you wouldn't make that sound with your comb. I wasn't aware. When I was little, I, I felt a chill in my spine when I heard the chalk squeak on a blackboard. Oh, Miss, <laughs> Mrs. Merchant, that's who it was. She... She drew chalk stars by our names on the blackboard. I wonder why it was stars she gave us. Why not diamonds? Why not hearts? Why not spades? <laughs> why? I wonder why it was always stars. Because stars are supposed to be unreachable. Yes, but they weren't unreachable because she gave them to us. And Peter, hmm? we had this Valentine box and it was covered with white crepe paper. And we would paste big red hearts on it. Lopsided hearts. You had a great many Valentines. Great many. Because you're beautiful. Is there a sound that makes you shiver? And so there are moments like that where you're like, what the fuck is going on here? What the fuck? There's a lot of shit going on. (sighs) Hmm. It's just hard to put into words. I mean, I don't know what to say. And what what I've witnessed. It's a it's a, it's a slow burn. That's right. But here we go. Here's here's some stuff. One.
What is it, George? I just... I want to say how nice it is not to be alone. That's the music duel I was talking about. Here's some more. Little lady made these. Actually, I did, sir. My mother was a florist, so I made them to look like the ones in our garden. Oh, well, do pardon me. They're just as real as possible. Now, gentlemen, look, see, that's what you do with the cloth. Oh, oh, oh. It's really just for wine drips. Oh, got that, boys. Only for the drip. <laughs> now get us some food. What you said about her boy tonight, Phil made her cry she had her ear to the door she was crying Phil what the hell said her boy needed to snap out of it and get human pointed it out that's all she should damn well know So those are some moments that I thought we would just highlight. I mean, there's a lot of opportunities that could have happened in this film. They didn't happen. There are moments where you're like, okay, are they going to do what I think they're going to do? Situations, glances, but it's all very subtle. subtle. Um, maybe I'll watch it again, maybe. I will say Benedict Cumberbatch really he sunk his teeth into this and I don't know I don't know he's a great actor if you have a problem with the power of the dog I understand if you love it great why don't you marry it 
<laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> Made me think of Saturday Night Live. David Spade and the late Chris Farley and Adam Sandler all dressed in drag. Oh, I love these fries. I love them so much, why don't you marry them? That's what uh, Chris Farley says. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. So that's the power of the dog. Or as some of you may call it, the power of the frog. Croak. Um, but Jane Campion, really, next time, don't let the power go to your head and give a very cringeworthy speech. Okay? Okay? Because the Academy, and I hope they watch that, they're either going to just be like, fuck that, and give it to someone else. And we'll, we'll talk more about that in the coming days. As always, unpleasant dreams. <laughs>